And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 and welcome to The Political Show right here on Active Family Radio. Has never been better. It's your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. And with me in studio, we have... Gavin Inslin. Pastor Gavin Inslin, he has come back. Yay. Yeah, what happened to our show last week? The, the listenership was like down. Eh? Hey. It's because they missed you. They heard... We, in the introduction, they didn't hear <laughs> Pastor Gavin. And they never stopped listening it, to you. That's, <laughs> that is not good, though. That is not good. Pastor Gavin Inslin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight, right here on The Political Show... On Active FM Radio has never been better, and Christ Politics is... Hot Politics. Hot Politics. And this week's Hot Politics, we are looking at um, something that's actually not being spoken about a lot in South Africa, but it's something that is very important, and we are looking at the hate speech bill. Pastor Gav, you want to give a more brief... Yes, well, we've spoken about the hate speech bill before. It's now gone through Parliament, and basically... Um, you know, what we're talking about is, is this going to cause pastors to be arrested? And if pastors get arrested for this bill, what do we think the implication might be in South Africa? And uh, do we think that the ANC will be okay from a voter point of view? You know? Yeah. So that's what we're going to discuss. So it's going to be a hot show, as always, because this is the political show. We're Christ politics is hot politics. Hot politics. Share your thoughts with us. Send in your questions or simply tell us what you love most about Active FM on the WhatsApp line 084 628 Radio has never been better. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. So we are speaking about the new hate speech law that's basically looking to be implemented in South Africa. And this is an article from Business Tech. Um, and it's titled, New Hate Speech Laws Face Pushback in South Africa. The new prevention and combating of hate crimes and hate speech bill making its way through Parliament is facing a, a myriad of opposing views political parties perspectives on the bill aiming to make the hate speech a crime oppose each other with some arguing it leaves too much room for interpretation while others believe it is sufficient in 2018 the bill was introduced to the national assembly but has been delayed as a result of two constitutional court judgments the proposed legislation aims to tackle the growing occurrence of prejudiced um, incidents encompassing hate crimes and hate speech as okay, highlighted sorry, by the government. Sorry, hold on a second. I'll just intervene here. Yes. So that, that it's, it's, it's become necessary because of the growing what? Occurrence. Okay. A growing occurrence of what? Prejudiced incidents and encompassing hate, hate crimes. All right. So um, 
That's very, very nice language there. So what are these prejudice incidents? Do they do they disclose it? No, they don't. Okay. So in other words, you're coming with a vague um, reason for this bill and you're offering no statistics. So let's, let's just put it out there. What they're insinuating is that every week more and more LGBT people are being attacked for being LGBT people. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Where's the states? It's word of mouth. <laughs> Those are the states. No, no, it's word of a journalist. Yeah. It's word of a pen. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. It's like, hey, Yes. And then he continues and it says, it also makes a specific mention of social media and online communications in relation to hate speech. If this becomes law, hate speech and hate crimes would become offenses and with measures put in place to prevent and combat measures to address such offenses. Sorry, sorry. Um, now, at the end of the day, how do, you, um, how do you combat a crime that before it's happened? They would make it a crime so that... Yeah, but so the, 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 this law is going to be passed to prevent a crime from happening. Yes. So how are they going to do that? I, I don't know. You can't do that. Yeah. It's not I'm possible. Thinking of it, that is true. That is very true. I mean, now you're starting, you know, these sci-fi movies. Yeah, wait, Um, what's that movie? Wait, I, I think it's Minority Report. You know Minority that one with Tom Cruise? There's a three, there are three girls or whatever, they're sisters or whatever, or two girls, they're in like a pool and then they're in this place and then he switches all the pictures and then they check what people are thinking and they work out, there is Creflo, he's one of our production people, yeah, and now this, this guy's about to commit a crime. So then you come sweep there on the, the studio and you arrest Creflo in the middle of the show, because that's what Tom Cruise and them would do to prevent crime. I mean, the way... Is that, is, is, I mean, they're, they're talking about preventing crime. I mean, that sounds like what they would do. I mean, with the whole... Yeah, but sorry, is that... Uh, I'm asking you when they say that. Because yeah. that's what it means. Yeah, that is what is it means. Is that what they really mean? Or is that Probably, just a propaganda piece? It's either a propaganda piece or what they really mean without saying that they're going to be uh, watching, monitoring people's um, people's texts and stuff like and calls and all of these things. Because they do mention that they also it also looks into okay, so, the social so, media so yeah, and online thing, okay so they're going to monitor our texts and our calls yeah they, they, then then um um we south africa was supposed to have a liberation struggle right yeah so 1994 was supposed to be the culmination of the liberation struggle when black knights party the anc took, mm -hmm. took power Ish. you understand his political party <laughs> and that, and and uh tabu and becky the the pre at that stage was about to become a deputy president He's now the ex-president because he became the president after Mandela. He stood up at the old Colton Hotel and he said, he quoted Martin Luther King Jr. He said, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we're free at last. And all the people screamed, yeah, yeah, we're free at last. So now, all of a sudden, they're going to monitor your texts. Mm -hmm. When, a few years ago, okay, maybe even 10 years ago now, there was a court case before the Constitutional Court here in South Africa where the Constitutional Court said it is illegal for police officers to come into a house and see that you're busy growing cannabis 
you know, we call it dacha plants, you know, grass, yeah, um, marijuana, whatever you want to call it, okay, because it violates the constitutional right to privacy. Mm. So how does this law not violate that constitutional right to privacy? If you can go and grow drugs in your back garden and the police are not able to come and touch you, how can they now monitor your, your, your texts and your phone calls and every conversation that you have? Yeah. And we, we're supposed to be living in a free society. Well, that doesn't make us free. It doesn't make us democratic as well. I and guess. We also, one of the big fights under apartheid was the fight for freedom of speech. Yeah. I, I look, and it doesn't matter what people are saying now. I remember growing up, the the a big thing with with um, with the liberation struggle was this fight for the for freedom of speech, and freedom of expression, that people were allowed to say whatever they wanted to say, even if it made other people upset. Mm. So was the entire liberation struggle in South Africa a lie? Because mm. the very same so-called liberation party is now putting in a bill like this and this bill probably comes from legal people overseas mm. definitely because the question is black Knight, i'll let you also comment on what pastor gavin has said just now but the question is they've already tried to implement it twice and in the two times that they've tried to implement it it has received pushback so well, why over, over, over 50,000 have commented now because it's gone through Parliament. Yeah. They ignored all the public submissions. Now it's gone to the National Council of Provinces, which is the equivalent of, of a Senate. Mm. Okay, so now they have to have public participation again. They've had over 50,000 submissions against it already. Mm-hmm. They had to extend the deadline for submissions to... 25th. To yesterday. Yes. Which is, is the 5th. Well, it was the 5th? 25th, yeah. And um, on Tuesday already, I'd heard that had over 50,000, uh, you know, people giving submissions against it, mm. w- which means people are not happy. And, mm-hmm. and also what I'd like to say, and maybe in the meantime, Black Knight could comment about this, all right, seeing as he's got more of a ear on the ground on these matters. But um, I don't think this is a bill that South Africans want. No. I mean, well, I why, why do we need this bill? White people who use the K-word have gone to jail. Mm. Okay, in South Africa, the, the N-word in America is a K-word, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Black Knight, am I wrong? Does the average person in the rural hut and in uh, you know the, 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 the sub-economic suburban areas that, that, that you find many of the people that you, that you know live, do they want this bill? Um, definitely not, because um, already with with the <coughs> cybersecurity um, um, thingy that was signed by our president on when was it twenty twenty with yes with the whole thing of of checking people's statuses and all of that and then you'd get in trouble. People went crazy about that. The fact that P, um, that that they're doing that. I know also with the e networking whereby. Your phone is now listening to you. You jump onto YouTube. You find what you were looking, what you were speaking about, or on Google. You find people get get freaked out by such things. Like I have, I have my my brother at home. He's his laptop. Um, he has a tape over it, <laughs> over the camera. No, but sorry, is this your same brother who called me a conspiracy theorist? <laughs> Um, Make sure he listens to the show. <laughs> now, you're telling me now that the same brother who called, 
Mere conspiracy theorist is now typing his camera. Now, I agree with him typing his camera, by the way. I, I'm, I'm on board with him. You can, you can mention to your brother that we both know in life yeah. that I'm on board with him, but, but he called me a conspiracy theorist. So is he now a conspiracy theorist too? Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 in. He's well, tell him he, he must give me a call one day and just admit it to me <laughs> on the phone. No, maybe it wasn't the theory. <laughs> no, I'll do that. But but yeah, and 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 like you're saying before, way way, way before um all of this um tech, um people still wanted free, free um freedom to say whatever they want to say. So this this goes way before the technology and the COVIDs and everything that we might and obviously i think it's obviously um fair to say that this they preventing we know what they're gonna bring what they they planning to bring up um because it's already in our schools already they already teaching um um this whole thing with, with um with teaching kids like in grade six grade um about about private parts about um what what a boy is and what, what a girl is what makes what makes up they obviously now um, now, now, they're, now they're teaching that it's a construct yeah so they want to pre-plan them for when when they're in high school probably can um grab a bit a bit of concepts and then they tell them that a boy is a made up thing by by um the society it's it's so they're already planning those things in primary and obviously these so when a girl falls pregnant it's a made up thing by society because <laughs> uh, i don't know they have it's not it's not a biological anything <laughs> it's just a made up thing by society yeah you know and, and, and society wants she, you to have kids the only reason that she felt pregnant was because <laughs> there was a construct <laughs> and that uh, mentally she was operating in such a thing it's enough she pops out a baby <laughs> yeah she was pro by the society to do that <laughs> yeah i'm just joking i'm just joking uh so that's one thing i know and i i believe for sure because i've seen it as as gigs mentioned that it's not the first time we're going through this and even the first time they had to close what well, is it's the same bill right away they had to stop people commenting on that because people just that flooded computer amendment bill, but they were trying to do the same thing. it was it was te technically the same thing and obviously we we're back again where these laws um th these laws that they're trying to put in place are breaking other laws like you've mentioned with the privacy one um um i, I know with the freedom of speech it's also messing up that because now that means you can't say anything that means there's no freedom of speech then that means that's a lie on its own and then obviously the so so yeah once again we're back at it where yeah they're just messing us up so the article continues and it says that as it stands under the new law laws hate speech will be defined as a clear intention to be harmful or incite harm or promote or propagate hatred based on these characteristics race gender sex which in uh, includes intersex, uh, ethnic or social origin, color, sexual orientation, uh, religion, belief, culture, language, birth, disability, HIV status, nationality, uh, gender identity, albinism, or occupation or trade. This is not the first instance of contention over the bill. Can I just say before I continue, I feel like the list has gone longer. The list has definitely gotten longer. Um, this is not the first instance of contention over the bill. In April, during the, uh, a parliamentary committee meeting on the bill, serious concerns were raised about the implications of the bill for freedom of speech, like you guys mentioned. 
Um, according to the Parliamentary Monitoring Group, members expressed concerns over the lack of precise definitions for hate speech. The PMG also said um, there were queries about potential implications for revolutionary songs and expressions found in ancient scripts. Furthermore, questions were raised about the classification of hate speech as a, a distinct crime. Additionally, concerns were raised uh, were voiced regarding the severity of both the sentences outlined in the bill for, um, in the bill for both hate speech and hate crime offences. So, how does this basically affect pastors, Pastor Gavin? How does okay. This well, basically, pastors? when you read the text, um, if someone is offended by what someone else is saying, and they can fit it into one of those categories you just read it there. Let's just take, for example, the LGBTQ. XYZ, yeah. you know, that whole plus plus whatever community. Mm -hmm. plus, plus. So, um, Pastor stands up and preaches from Romans 1, mm. verse uh, chapter Romans chapter 1, verses 16 to 32, and speaks about the progression that the Apostle Paul spoke about that happens, which starts when people say God doesn't exist, God's useless, God's nothing, whatever. Okay? In other words, they deny God. And it goes through it goes into sexual sin so like what happened in the late 60s early 70s in the western world with the hippie movement mm. then it starts going into homosexual sin and then it starts going into other things you know um, and if a pastor now preaches about that and someone is sitting there in the congregation and they now feel that they've been injured by this by the sermon Maybe the Holy Spirit convicts them and they don't like being convicted and they now feel injured by the sermon. They go and they lay a complaint to the police. The police come and they arrest the pastor. If the law is taken to its full extent in terms of how it's been written, that pastor can be sentenced for up to eight years in prison for that sermon based on Romans chapter 1. That's what this bill means. And what I am telling you is that even at the height, at the most evil draconian tyrannical point in the apartheid history we never faced this mm. not to this extent okay you had to be seriously threatening the government and things like that before they came after you yeah not just statements about what is a family you know i mean you know that matt welsh video what is what is a woman yeah mm. you'll be able to go to jail i believe for up to eight years over making a video like that mm -hmm. or even sharing it mm. Even sharing that video. Like making comments about that Dylan Mulvaney that was in that Bud Light advert. Yeah. Mm. That could land you in jail for eight years. So that's what's really going on here. Yeah? And at the end of the day, the, 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 what's now happening is something that was fought against. And they promised us when we entered into the new dispensation in 1994 would never happen again that they would never arrest someone again for their morality mm. that was promised yeah sure okay so at the end of the day the bottom line is that you know when when, when you look at that they're going back on that so, so just, to, just to mention under apartheid they had a thing called the immorality act yeah. so if the police came running and say black knight was sleeping with another man under the Immorality Act, he could be arrested, prosecuted, and sent to jail. Sure. For doing the thing with another man. Why is that? Why don't we bring that back? No. 
No, no, you, what I'm saying is <laughs> the complaint was how can you have laws based on someone else's morality? Mm. That's exactly what's happening here. Mm. They're making laws based on someone else's morality. Yeah, true. Sure. Black Knight, what are your thoughts? Um, I think obviously with the whole thing with the pastors, um, Pastor Kevin has covered um, <coughs> um, most of most of the points about that, which is everything that he said. I agree with, um, but also I also agree with the fact that. Um, hate or hate speech must have a precise definition on it because now can't we speak truth anymore because what if i'm speaking the truth and someone because from my bible the truth hurts that's what i know my bible tells me the truth hurts now if i tell someone the truth and they get hurt do i uh, so I'm, i'm gonna get arrested for that but now that means i can't speak the truth anymore mm. and also the whole thing with the gender you see how much um of of sex is in there about male female um um maritals um um you you get what i'm saying it's Mm. all based on gender this gender that it's like literally they are the focus of that is just on sex and that's what they're focusing on so i believe that it we obviously know what's what they're trying to bring into south africa and this is why we can I could, I don't know, 50% confidently say this This is written from outside, not in South Africa. This comes from out of South Africa. Well, that's Africa. the point. This is not a democratic, and most of the legislation we pass in South Africa is not democratic. Yeah. Because this is not what the people want. Yeah. You know, when you look at what the views are of the people in South Africa, um, they, they've passed climate change legislation, they've passed emissions legislation, mm. they've now hate speech, the Peputo, you know, all of these pieces of legislation have been passed and all of these pieces of legislation change society to such a fundamental level that in my view a politician should not be able to pass something so reaching with such great changes without Mm -hmm. running a referendum Mm -hmm. because our constitution states that we are a democratic republic that all of our laws are supposed to be enacted democratically Mm. and so every single law you know is supposed to pass the test is this what the people want yeah that's why we have these processes whereby before law can be put into action they have to take public comment Mm. and they have to take that public comment into account and we've seen before that the constitutional court has upheld that if there's a serious amount of public reaction towards the thing especially if they don't want something that the court will say that the parliament has erred, has erred in its duty. Mm. And um, this is not a democratic piece of legislation. Yeah. Mm. So so the thing is, at the end of the day, um, why say safe is a democracy? Mm. If you're going to get laws coming from legal organizations, non-government organizations outside of South Africa, mm. and you're going to force things on people, who's supposed to be living under democracy, who's supposed to elect their leaders, and are supposed to elect leaders who are going to put the laws in place that they want. Mm. So at the end of the day, um, where's where's the questioning of that happening in the media? Mm. Oh, wait. The same people (laughs) giving the laws before the media. (laughs) Because if you look at it, sorry, just to point out the last thing, if you look at it, the pastors actually are trapped in that thing. Mm. Think of the Bible, how many times it mentions man, woman. 
and God um, made them like get married and all of that. And there's a lot of parts where it's going to speak of a role of a man and a role of a woman. Um, pastors are, are doomed because of that now. Yeah, that's true. In John 13, verse 12 to 14, it says, So when he had washed their feet, taken his garment, and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. If you if you look at what they claim, they're trying to get right because of the hate speech legislation um this 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 piece of legislation from jesus goes a lot lot further and he's saying that we need to love people to such an extent that we wash their feet hmm. now if someone is from if we're christians and someone is from the homosexual community or the lesbian community we're supposed to wash their feet hmm. okay there's an attitude of humility we're supposed to have towards all people and when when i listen to what media people are saying about what christians believe that they don't actually tell the full truth mm. and they also don't tell the full truth about the fact that the bible says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god mm. and so at the end of the day because of that every person's going to die and the old testament law showed that this is actually the righteous standard of god and anyone who doesn't follow this deserves death mm. and guess what everyone does mm. so the reality is um you know the bible speaks clearly about what sin is but also what is what is sinful is if i'm not willing to wash the feet of someone else mm. and every person whose feet you're going to wash has got sin mm. they've all done stuff and so we've got to love people irrespective of their sin. Mm. But that doesn't mean we accept it and we say that it's okay. Yeah. So just a final example. All right. Um, there's a sin of racism. <laughs> okay. Which you have to find indirectly out of the Bible. So that's one of the biggest sins today is the sin of racism. Mm. And if you look at the sin of racism, what happens in the world when people are guilty of racism nowadays? They get torn to shreds. So for instance, we've had people, white people in South Africa, who have had certain things happen, they've been recorded, and they've um, uttered words on a digital platform using the K-word for black people and all sorts of things like that. And these people have been arrested. And they've been sentenced for using that kind of derogatory language towards someone else. So if it's already possible through a thing called criminal jura and other things for someone to be prosecuted when they openly abuse someone else with their mouths like that, why do we need this legislation? Yeah. Okay. What we need is not more of this legislation. What we need is more of Jesus. Yeah. And to have the attitude where, you know, I'm going to wash your feet. Mm and um i'm going to love you enough to do whatever you need from me even if it's inconvenient you know um that that's the kind of love that jesus spoke about and if you've got that kind of love then hatred goes out of people's hearts and if hatred goes out of people's hearts do you really need to legislate against hate mm. 
Mm-hmm. And my final question is this, Geeks. Is it possible to pass legislation to outlaw hate? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's impossible. Because how many of these people that are writing yeah. these laws hate Christians? <laughs> that is true. Yeah. You a can't, lot of them. Yeah. yeah, you can't pass a piece of legislation to take hate out of a human heart. No. I need the love of Christ to through what he did for us on the cross and through the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Can transform a heart filled with hate to one filled with love. True. Yeah. Amen. That was really awesome, Pastor Shaw. This has been the political show right here on Active FM where radio has never been better. I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix and with me in studio we've had Gavin Instant. Pastor Gavin Instant and <laughs> The Black Knight. <laughs> the Black Knight. So right I was waiting for the Black Knight to speak there. <laughs> <laughs> right here on the political show with Christ Politics is Hot Politics. Hot politics. Active FM, the Netflix of radio. But better. Active FM, radio has never been better.